You're listening to P.F.'s Tape Recorder. This is the biggest name in comedy, Kostaki Economopoulos. I'm P.F. This is my tape recorder. Coming up, it's comedian Sean Donnelly. I think the more we delve into this and the more disgusting it gets, I think there's going to be a thing of, it's almost going to go back to 96, where it's like, I check my email, and I, I but I, I stay off the internet. Been about two years since we spoke to Sean, and uh, Sean is into some interesting things uh, as far as things that he's following, and we'll get more details on that. In just a bit, we have a song of the week coming up from DJ Regard, kind of an interesting one. And uh, since this is the last uh, regular show of the year, I thought we'd go back and look at one of my favorite dumb bits. I'll explain on the other side. So this dumb bit is from back in October. It actually was a from a news story that I think that happened in September. And uh, well, here you go. And it, I chose it because it's not really politics, and it uh, it has something that's uh, very near and dear to my heart, and that of course is is nudity. So please enjoy. So I wasn't sure which category of dumb bit to run this under. Uh, so I decided to run it under. I thought it was funny. Now, as you know, I thought it was funny is a uh, one of those things where I take a little news story and I only have like one punchline for it. I don't have a much bigger bit. But in this case, I kind of do, uh, even though it's uh, that's not where the way the bit works. That's, this is how it's going to work. So anyway, uh, this happened this week. Fort Collins will not be taking its ban on women going topless to the Supreme Court. Activists sued back in 2016 saying if laws allow men to go topless, not allowing women to do the same is discriminatory. Well, the case, believe it or not, made it all the way to a federal court of appeals, which agreed. The city, though, no longer enforces the ban. And on Tuesday, council members voted to not pursue the case any further. Now, it turns out this actually happened about three months ago, but just on Friday, the Fort Collins City Council decided to officially take that law off of their books. And uh, here are a couple of thoughts uh, on that. Now, I've got uh, two girls, 16 and 22. Uh, those are their names, 16 and 22. I'm really into science fiction. Little joke from the old open mic days. How about that? Um, anyway, as you know, uh, it's, it's fangirl Liza. Anyway, and I, I got to tell you, I mean, if, if, if 22 wanted... To walk around without a top, I mean, I, I, she's grown up and I can't stop her. I mean, I'm, I'm not keen on the idea. And also keep in mind, my wife won't let me walk around without a shirt on. So just keep that in mind. But anyway, uh, you know, I got to agree with the uh, with the pro free the nipple uh, women, you know, and men who are on the side of this, too, that, you know, I mean, un- unfortunately, breasts aren't sexual organs, guys. As much as we like them, they're, they're just not. And here's another thing. Um, you know, there's other parts of the body that, you know, people like that can, you know, cause people to be, I don't know, uh, I wouldn't say aroused, but attracted to faces, uh, legs, all kinds of things. So I don't know why we're just, you know, focusing on uh, women's chest. That seems kind of silly when you get down and think about it. And, you know, this is another thing, too. Uh, the other side of this coin here is not in so much in this country, but in other parts of the world, in the West, uh, Western countries, they want women to not wear uh, the Muslim headgear and be, you know, be dressed from head to toe and everything like that. Well, there's a reason women do that, and it isn't because men are making them. Now, that that's the case, then no, no, you can't do that. But they do it because cause guys are awful, and they think, I'd rather just be covered up, not have dudes looking at any part of my body, and that's fine. So, you know, you can't, you can't have it both ways, folks. So anyway, 
I like shoulders, so in a way, I feel like I'm getting over whenever I see a woman walking around with a tank top. Anyway, uh, so the thing I wanted to get to here, to, I know this is a long way to go uh, for this dumb bit <laughs> to finally resolve itself, but and I couldn't find any audio uh, on this part of the story. But uh, from NBC News, uh, the ruling rejected the city's concern that striking down the ordinance would lead to women, quote, parading in front of elementary schools or swimming are swimming topless in the public pool. And to that I say, that's a parade I'd like to see. I thought it was funny. Sean Donnelly is a stand-up comedian you've seen, oh, on the late-night TV shows, perhaps headlining a comedy club in your town, and like I said in the intro, we haven't spoken to Sean in about two years, so now is a good time to catch up with Sean Donnelly. Hey, Sean, it's PF from Minneapolis City Pages. How's it going? Hey, how are you, buddy? Good, I made it back. <laughs> ah, very good, very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, gosh, I know we, we've spoken before, but it's been ages, and I can't even remember if it was for City Pages. It might have even been for Cincinnati City Beat. It might have been for City Beat, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's been ages. So um, what's new with you, I guess, would be a good place to start. Um, that, that was uh, like uh, comedy wise, everything's uh, well, I'm newly divorced, which was uh, which was uh, you know, oh, okay, a bit of a bummer, but it's not too bad. I'm doing good, you know, and uh, oh, I just been doing um, I just recently did a spot on the Tracy Morgan show that's gonna air called um, Blast OG playing a security guard, and I just been doing tons of uh, tons of stand up as per usual, and then. The, they actually, um, I do still do the movie podcast called Defend Your Movie. I don't know if I had that last time I spoke to you. And uh, I just found out my serious show is going to go weekly starting in January. So there's a lot oh, nice. going on. And what's the serious show about? It's called Celebrate. The way we thought about it is everything's such a bummer right now. We might as well. And it was a once a month show. So we were thinking, hey, let's celebrate one topic a month and try to try to put a, a positive spin on things. So We've done everything from like pizza to Seinfeld to uh, to weekends to family vacations to you know to school uh, you know middle school high school you know whatever it is so uh, yeah the whole idea of it is like hey let's just have a good time and like I guess the unspoken thing is like and don't let's not you know let's not delve into politics like let's let's just let's just have a, a blast and celebrate something. Okay, that's. Uh, I think we did talk about that last. You've been doing that for a while, yeah. then I reckon. Okay, cool. Yes, yeah, so I've been doing it for a bit, but now it's going to go weekly, so it kind of it's going really good. You know. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, this is, and boy, it, it, this is never more timely than to uh, celebrate stuff as opposed to because especially now you know social media and all that. It's this is really the the climate is ripe for complaining. <laughs> yeah, it's just the time of people being. Uh, completely negative all the time, and, and it's it's so strange to me because they, nobody's like that. Like if you met these people that are doing this online in person, they'd probably be pretty okay people. You know, they'd probably be fine. Yeah. It's just it, people just feel like online is the place for them to be completely miserable. You know, and and I'm not immune to it. Like sure. I've written written stuff, uh, you know, based off politics online. I try to make it a joke because I'm a stand up, but it's I'm sure I've been miserable here and there. Everybody's entitled, but it's just a matter of like. Just those the troll types that are just constant, constant, constant. There's actually a really cool thing I just saw. I think people are just. I think it's going the other way. I think there's like there's there's a. I think that people are bucking it, and I think that there's like a 
complete uh, stream and a complete trend to go the opposite way, at least online, because I just saw somebody, a couple people were posting these things. Hey, all we hear about is the bad stuff. Here's 20 things, the 20 best things that happened in 2019. And it's a lot of like, uh, um, one of them was about uh, uh, the African, I think it was the African, um, uh, the African hippo or one of these animals, they just were successfully able to like fertilize an egg of one of them. So it'll probably save the species, stuff like that. Like it's all this, a lot of animal based stuff and like science stuff that to be honest, it's never, you never see people share this stuff and you never see it talked about at length when it's, when it's positive, you know? Yeah. I, I guess, I don't know, maybe people like bad news more, but it sells papers or it gets clicks, I guess. is. Uh, I think that's the whole point. I think yeah, we're in a, but, uh, we're in a, we're in even more of a scoop culture. So it's even more of like, who can scoop this guy now? The the headline is basically the whole article, and you know, it just it's 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 become a, a mess. If you you know, especially for a guy like you, who's like a journalist, it's like, you know, don't you remember when it was straight up, you know, like uh, just articles were articles, and that was it. It wasn't like a you know. A, a bias either way. It just, yeah, it's, yeah. The whole thing just becomes a mess, you know. Yeah. Well, you you've been to Cincinnati before, of course. So you can. I have. I've been to Cincinnati a couple times. Yeah. So you can appreciate this. Um, I I do social media for one of the uh, two big chili parlors in town. And okay. Um, okay, and you would be shocked at the passion people have <laughs> for like getting upset with the other chili parlor. And it's like, there. I'm from Cleveland, and I do love Cincinnati style chili. Um, I, yeah. I am a convert. I love it. But and my friend from Scotland, who now lives in Florida, is totally mad for it. But there's no way on earth in a blind taste test you can really tell the difference, folks. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, exactly. I mean, maybe yeah, you. I didn't grow up here. Maybe you can. I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like people just like that's what it's become. It's become a thing of like, um, uh, Seinfeld had a bit about it when he when he did when he did um, I guess he did the Tonight Show. He did Letterman before he stopped, and he did a bit about either everything sucks or everything's amazing. Everything's amazing <laughs> or sucks. There's no middle anymore. Of like, no. I liked it. You yeah, can't yeah. just say anymore like, uh, hey, I liked that movie. I just <laughs> like it. And right now it's. Uh, I liked it, but this is problematic, and this sucked, and this did. It's like no, 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 no. You liked it, you liked it. You can just like something. Yeah. You know? Oh, and I, I, I just like stuff all the time. You know. Like, exactly. There's exactly. TV shows, movies, like you're saying. There's bands. You know. There's oh, I, I like that band. They're fine. You know. Uh, yeah, they're cool. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. For that, yeah, people you, just go. What do you mean? You just like them? They're amazing. Or, are you kidding me? You like them? They're, they're so, horrible. You know, whatever. It's it's just it's not. You can't win. Basically. It, it it always surprises me. All the the people are supposed to be upset with. Uh, you know, musically, comedically, and I'm like, oh no, wait, we're mad at that person. Wait, what? What happened? What, yeah, what I it's like, what is going on now? Who am I supposed to be mad at this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, then, and then it's also it's it's like it's like uh, social media and the way everything is now is like just a giant child with ADD. Like I had ADD as a kid. It's like it's like my brain, but as a collective unit. <laughs> three days later, three days later, it's done. Three days later, that nobody's asking anything anymore. Oh yeah, what we were mad about two days ago? Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Yeah. Oh, well, the other sure. podcast I produce uh, for Cincy Shirts, uh, we had an author on. He illustrates children's books, and he illustrated Madonna's book and one by Barack Obama. And we were talking toward the end of the show, and he's like, yeah, it's that's the reason children's books sell is because it's the exact opposite of all that we're talking about here is that you're sitting with a child on your lap reading a book. And one of my bosses said, yeah, and there's no no ads popping up. There's nothing you have to click. It's just yeah. you and the kid and the book and done. And that's that's a yeah. much different vibe. And I think people really – I don't think people really realize how much they miss that or need that until they're actually you know in that situation. 
I think you're absolutely right. And I think that I think there's going to be more of that going on. I think the more we delve into this and the more disgusting it gets, I think there's going to be a thing of, I think there's going to be a whole bunch of people that are just like, Hey, I, I only check my, my email and my, it's going to go back. It's almost going to go back to 96 where it's like, I check my email and I, I, I yeah. look up some recipes and stuff, but I, I stay off the internet. I think a yeah. whole movement's going to be like, I stay off the internet. I don't, I can't cause, cause when you have it where the, the articles are getting to the point where, they're in your in your face enough where you know whatever it is or, or somebody's opinion right below the article uh it's like one of those things where it's like who gives you the right why why am i reading your opinion every time i just want to read about ready to read news you know what i mean yeah so uh i think i think there's gonna be i always already see it happening like even if you look at the phones themselves like the tech companies are doing it they have an option on the iphones where it's like you have uh you can lock yourself out from the phone for three hours a day if you want to like that kind of stuff. oh yeah yeah the the screen time thing yeah screen time yeah, yeah. screen time and you know the well yeah, they always have like the parental controls but but overall i think it's going to be like a more and more people are going to use those things you know yeah and there are you know there are people that say well you know what do i really care about what someone i went to high school with is is up to and what they're doing and in a way i do but probably is not as much as a lot of people or as even i do like their friends i grew up with that i don't, don't see anymore because they live across the country but i i do think it's interesting when they're doing you know maybe once a week once every week to see oh they're still doing okay they've got a great yeah. family life is good for them but yeah i don't think we need to see what they're having for lunch necessarily. No, exactly. I just need to, you need to check in. Maybe I brought so while. Hey, you're, you're still around. Cool. You're doing good. Your family's good. Right. Like that's, there's that old school thing about bars. There's a saying about bars where no religion, no politics. I think that maybe should be transferred over. Like back in the day, it was like, you go to a bar, you don't talk religion. No, no, don't, don't talk politics. And the whole, that, that's just before my time. Either. I'm like, I'm not like hundred years old. I'm just saying, like, I remember hearing that and thinking like, in a way, that's kind of good on that level. I'm not yeah. saying things should be talked about, but it's one of those things where it's like you can still be friends and have differing opinions. Exactly. And, and, and vote for different people and have a different religion. Like, yeah. you just, let's just keep it like like semantics and semantics. And then you go into, you know, because now people are just ending relationships off one comment off of Facebook or yeah. one following family members or whatever it is. It's like, you know, that doesn't need to happen. It's just, everything needs to chill out. Like, one thing doesn't define them, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, but yeah, like like hopefully people are going to dial it back to a a more manageable level because it does have its usefulness. But it's sure that's yeah. the thing. That's why you can't escape it because it, yeah. it it's made our lives a hell of a, a lot more convenient. So so at the same time that you're like, oh my god, I don't want to read uh, Bobby's uh, opinion on 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 mac and cheese. At the same time, right. you're like, well, I do need. <laughs> I do need to know how to get, I want my Google maps. I want this. I want, I yeah. do, you know, that, that people have that thing on Facebook. Like I need suggestions for a great yes. hotel in this town. And that actually, that's great. That's, that is, that's good. That's positive. That is very you helpful. You do need the technology to a certain extent, but you can't let it rule your life. I think. Exactly. So what else are you talking about on stage these days? Uh, talking about the divorce a little bit. I, uh, I, I talked about UFO, got into UFOs really big. Oh, that neat. article came out. Which one's that? The Times a couple of years ago. Oh, I there was an article in the Times about a group called ATIP from, that was in part of the Department of Defense uh, from 2007 to 2012. And they were tasked with studying all these um, videos they were getting from military-based technology like uh, the, the, the infrared cameras and the regular cameras on the F-18s of objects that they could, the guys couldn't uh, describe. So they would send the tapes to this group. 
And uh, about 90% of them they could explain as all different sorts of things, weather phenomena, birds, other planes, stuff like that. But 10% of these things, they couldn't, they don't know what it was. So uh, the article was about the group and how there $20 million of money was put into this group from over the course of those years and how these two videos accompanied the article of these two objects. They were declassified videos that they couldn't explain that are they, they have to classify as UFOs. So basically this UFO stuff has been coming out I was never a UFO guy. Like I didn't. I wasn't obsessed with this beforehand, but now I'm into it because if you start reading about it, there's tons of information that honestly I consider myself a pretty down to earth, sane person. And some of it, I'm like, I believe a guy. I believe a working military man who literally can lose his job and comes out and says, "This is what I saw." And yeah. I, because I think that I think they're paid to be observant. I think they have. I think they have everything to lose. This is one guy uh, who. He had a, he has an anecdote, an anecdote, but there's, it's backed up by radar data and other people that were on the ship, uh, named David Fravor. And he came out and he was part of the Navy. And after he retired, he went public with this story. This guy hasn't written a book. I don't think this guy's got paid for much of anything on this thing, but he's just a regular dude. If you, if you listen to him, he's kind of a boring regular guy that just had this cool story. And, uh, now it's turning out to be like this giant, you know, this giant story because it's backed up by like data and uh and all sorts of other people saying yeah this I saw it as well and I saw it. it's it's I won't go into the whole story but I'll tell you you know off the show but sure uh basically it's just uh, it, it's very believable there's four people that saw this object in the middle of the Pacific Ocean and he tried to chase it and he couldn't and it was it was going like uh so fast that even a human couldn't be in this thing like it was like oh, it's, wow. it's, it's a whole big thing I can tell you but like it's hmm. to me. Watching him tell the story, I think I can sniff out BS uh, as as the, more more than the next guy. I, I think I have that in me. I'm like, yeah, that seems a little wacky. This guy is trying to cash in on this. This guy doesn't seem like he's trying to cash in on anything. If he would have come out public when he was working, he would have been fired. And then the more you find out about it is like they try to put these things under wraps sometimes. Uh, so I've been trying to um, do a podcast about it. So I'm, I've taped a couple episodes so far. We're trying to figure it out. But mm-hmm. um I've been interested in that and then uh, talked about it on stage a little bit. And then, um, yeah, just been still talking about the dog and still talking about uh, I'm trying I'm going to the, going to the gym and stuff like that. So trying to lose weight. It's still, it's still fat guy stuff, but yeah, whatever it is. So it's in the UFO, my life, everything's been my life, you know. Okay. And, and on the UFO thing, what do you reckon these things are though? Is there, is it experimental aircraft? Is it unexplained that's phenomena? The thing. Well, that's one of the reasons that I was, I was, that's one of the reasons I believe uh, this guy, these guys, and this whole article that came out, the, the Times article about ATIP wasn't saying these are little aliens inside these things. All they're saying is we don't know. And, yeah, exactly. Uh, there's a million different things that could be. I don't know. If I had to guess, the way that I understand the way that this, the, the experimental science is going right now and the experimental technology, I think it would have to be from somewhere else because – Unless there's some weird group that nobody knows about, that even the guys at the head of the tech industry don't even understand that this technology is possible right now, that could very well be. It could be. It also could be China. They might be. It might be another country that is literally a hundred years ahead of us on technology. That's one of the theories. One of the theories is that it's interdimensional. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. not aliens. That it comes from a different dimension, and uh, and they've figured out how to you know make themselves seen, and they, that's why they go away so fast because they're literally disappearing. Um, I would say – if I had to guess, I really don't know. I would just say that it seems really interesting to me, and I would say that it's got to be from somewhere else because the one thing that made me believe that is that uh, 
the amount of, of information of this stuff that, and a lot of it is just, you know, it's just nonsense to me because it's all like people just sounding crazy. It's like ancient alien type stuff. But there's a, there's some of it where it's like military based guys that are like, well, my job, I'm the job I have is to know about this technology. And I've, this is beyond anything I could ever imagine. Like that kind of thing. Like even the guys that did that a tip, they're like, you putting this technology to, next to what we have, the forefront of what we have now, it's like putting a Porsche next to a Model T. It's like that kind of thing. Because even even with somebody on an interview once was talking about Elon Musk, and they go, Elon Musk just had some kind of ship that deployed a uh, deployed something to hit a target on the Earth, and that was the, supposed to be this amazing feat that it was actually it hit an X like like from thousands of miles away, thousands upon thousands of miles away. Yeah, and they were freaking out about that. And the guy in the interview was in the military, and he goes, "Putting that, just that technology next to what we, this, what supposedly this was, is like putting a Porsche next to a Model T. It's it's just beyond years and years and years and years and years beyond what we could do. And I think I don't think there's a I don't think there's a cover up. I think it's more of an ineptness thing. So if it's a government thing, I think it's more they're like, hey, we we don't know what these things are, and we can't just come out there and tell you. Uh, that they exist, but when we can't tell you how we're going to like try to combat them if they're like actually hostile at some point, you know, like that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I think it's like a military mindset. But overall, I, I, that's why I love it because I think it's pretty rational to say, I don't know. They don't know what it is. They have no idea. They have no idea what these things are. They have their guesses, but because they've never, uh, because they haven't seen exactly what it is, they don't have definitive proof what it is. They're just like, it could be a multitude of things. You yeah. Know? I think it's just like you're saying. It's you know, there's at a certain point, like when these when they defy known laws of physics, then you're kind of yeah. have to be like, well, they, then it couldn't even be a natural phenomenon because even anything in the natural world couldn't make these go that fast or make these sharp right angle turns as they they're often described yeah. as doing. Yeah, and we'll look up look up the Nimitz incident, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking. This object he saw was bound not with total disregard for what we know as physics. The Nimitz so incidents, just, like the air, around. aircraft carrier Nimitz, it was on. Yeah, the USS Nimitz. There that's where that's where he was based at. Okay. And then one day, I'll throw the, the 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 crib notes of the story is that he was out. This guy Fravor and three other pilots. He had one in his F eighteen, and then there was another another plane. They were out for exercises one day. They were told, "Drop what you're doing. Go to these coordinates. We're seeing these objects. These objects they had been seeing on radar for two weeks. Coming, going up to sixty thousand feet. Coming down to five hundred feet. Going right back up with with the with in seconds, you know, that kind of thing, yeah. right? So they didn't know what it was. They thought it might have been a glitch on their radar. So this guy, he shows up to his location. He right, They they see this giant uh, area, like a 100-foot area of the water that's like uh, like a disturbance is going on, like almost like a white frothy, like almost like the water is boiling. They don't know what's going on, right? So, But they see that area, and he, sees, he says right above it, he sees a 40-foot tic-tac-shaped object that's bouncing around like a ping-pong ball above this white, these white caps, these, this white area of the ocean. So he says, I'm going to get down and get a better look. You guys, the other plane, you stay up top, and then you watch the whole exchange. So he gets down. He tries to get behind this thing. It's just circling them. It's just, you know, it's just they're in a, a clockwise motion. It's going in a circle. So he's like, All right, I'm going to cut across the circle and try to get a better look. He cuts across the circle. This thing takes off from 50 feet to 5,000 feet in, in one second. Like they said it was going like – I don't know, whatever amount of G's or, you know, knots, yeah. whatever it is. I don't even know the terminology. But he said it's like no person, no thing we have can do that. And we wouldn't have something like that for 50 to 100 years. Like it's like insane. 
Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I find it super interesting. And it seems, and there's all this stuff that's coming out. So based off that anecdote and that article, these two are these two New York times articles that came out. Cause there was the original and a follow-up about a tip based off that the Navy changed the reporting, uh, the way you report them. So it used to be that if you were told, if you were an air, uh, airline pilot in the Navy, like and you saw something or you were on one of these aircraft carriers, you kind of were a pariah at that point. Like you, you wouldn't tell anybody because you could get sent to a doctor or you put on leave or you get fired, whatever happens. Yeah. And apparently that was the case. Now uh, they do investigations. There was a closed door session of Congress. All these guys came in, gave their stories, and it changed the way the Navy operates. That's what I think it is. I think it's compartmentalization. I think that when you think the government is one big thing that's keeping stuff from you, conspiracy wise, it's not. It's just bureaucratic civil sure. servants that are just they don't know, and the, and I think certain things have certain information, but they've never put anything together. You know, so I just think I just find it really interesting. I think it's crazy. I'm dying to know what it is. I'm not sitting here telling that I know exactly what it is or whatever it is. I just think that when the New York Times does an article like that and then puts well, out two videos with it that look really interesting, yep. I get into it. You know, and I'll believe that more than you know the guy with the wacky hair from Ancient Aliens. You know? Sure. I Google Nimitz Incident. I've got the History Channel. I've got uh, NBC Nightly News. I've got Washington yeah. Post and Popular Mechanics. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I've, i got some that, reading to do. And then, you know, right. let me know what you think. Yeah, email me back. Let me know what you think. All right, it's, man. It's, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Man. We'll do. Okay, well, great. Um, I've got some homework to do then. Uh, in the meantime, yeah. I'm going to get this typed up. i got to get this to my editor by tomorrow morning, and it'll be in uh, City Pages the week you're up there in Minneapolis in print and online. And then if you're back in Cincinnati soon, we'll just use this for that as well. Sounds good, man. Awesome, man. Well, thanks for taking the time. You got it. Talk to you thanks, soon. Thanks, brother. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks again to Sean Donnelly for being on the show. You can catch Sean, well, I'm not sure where because he hasn't updated his show and tour dates page of his website, but just go to Sean Donnelly, uh, SeanDonnellyComedy.com, and uh, there's a, a link for shows. You can click on that as soon as he updates them. I'm sure you'll find out where he's going to be next. Also, uh, you know, look out for him on, you know, uh, Conan and uh, Late Night, Late Show, all those. Uh, he'll be turning up on one of those soon as well. All right, so we come to the song of the week. Song of the week is a tune. I didn't realize it was actually one of those deals where someone took an old tune and kind of remixed it. And uh, this song is by a fella named Jay Sean. I don't remember the original song at all. The song is called Ride It, but uh, a fella named DJ Regard, who's from Kosovo, interestingly enough, uh, remixed it. Not sure how much he remixed it. I listened to the original, I listened to the remix, and uh, I mean, the, the remix is obviously remixed. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to explain, but... um. Uh, but I, I, I like this kind of thing. I, I was telling uh, the girls the other day that I, there's been a dearth this year of songs. Uh, one thing I do dig in pop music is that's been a trend lately that I do enjoy is when a DJ hooks up with a regular singer. And then you get, you know, four minutes of great DJ stuff with some hooks and a nice melody and a great singer. And uh, we haven't really had a lot of those this year. This doesn't fall in that category. But as I always... I'm not a throw-your-hands-in-the-air kind of DJ person at all. Again, four minutes and I'm out, and this is a, this is a nice four minutes. This is a regard, uh, really a remix of a Jay Sean song from 2007, released here at the end of 2019. It's our song of the week on PF Tape Recorder. So long, and thanks for listening.
Take me 